0: All right, Tyler, we're going to go and jump into our second story. We've only got two stories today, uh, but this next story is a little shorter. And um, yeah, it's just kind of an interesting development here from the airline industry and a dynamic that I wasn't totally aware of until I dug in a little deeper and prepped for the story. So interesting stuff here. Let's jump in. American Airlines could be cutting flights to smaller cities. We're not quite sure which smaller cities yet. But let me break down the dynamic. Right now, a federal requirement is in place to mandate airlines uh, retain flights to smaller U.S. cities. But American Airlines plans to drop flights to up to 30 smaller U.S. cities if that federal requirement expires and disappears starting next month. Uh, American Airlines agreed to serve these smaller cities during the pandemic as a condition of getting $5.8 billion in federal payroll help due to COVID. So the government said, we're going to give you these billions, but you got to keep serving the smaller markets. The money and the requirement to serve those smaller cities both expire on September 30th. That's unless some sort of extension is added. Amidst all this, airline unions and the airlines have been actively lobbying Congress for more money. And by leaving smaller cities in the dust, American could be putting more pressure on Congress and the White House to give passenger airlines at least another $25 billion for labor costs. And that's just one interpretation of what's going on here. Uh, But just to round out the context, according to the Transportation Security Administration and its figures, after a 95% dip in April, air travel in the U.S. has remained down more than 70% in August. That's compared to a year ago. And combined, the nation's four largest airlines, American, Delta, United, and Southwest, lost more than $10 billion in the second quarter. So... We're dealing with an airline industry that is struggling for cash. They are bleeding cash. They are begging the federal government for funds and support and potentially on the chopping block are several small markets that uh, are seen as expendable as a bargaining chip. So Tyler, any thoughts on this dynamic off the top?
1: Yikes. Uh, yeah. t- toss me the hard ones, Daniel. Um, I know, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I mean, if if you don't have anything, I can give you my immediate thoughts as well. But Yeah, um,
1: give me your thoughts because I, I have an initial reaction, I guess, but I want to hear what you, what you think first. Sure. So where my brain takes this is sort
0: of a... A post uh, this happens reality so let's say that this does occur because it feels very realistic like we live in the timeline where all things that uh, are I don't know are often seen as like oh nah they wouldn't do that often end up happening anyway so I'm kind of a pessimist in that way let's say American Airlines uh, doesn't get the funding they want from Congress and therefore they chop these smaller cities They would probably be PR facing it as there's no choice. We need more funds. And honestly, kind of like what uh, 1980 Fortnite is doing uh, in the last story we talked about. Uh, mobilizing users or consumers to view the other party as the enemy and that this is, you know, all of their doing, they they wronged you via forcing us to chop these flights. That's how mm-hmm. I imagine they would frame it. I don't think they would say, yeah, no, we're doing this because we'd like more money from the government and we actually don't really care about your market, right? Like, that's right. not a great look. Right, So let's say they present it that way uh, and, and they actually do chop flights to these 30 smaller cities, and then they get funding. What we've seen during COVID has been many major corporations and, uh, I guess, economic interests, sort of a chop off labor, chop off aspects of their business, but then uh, indicate or, uh, I don't know, at least projections might show that they're not going to then bring that back. So when we look at how um, Amazon, for example, is eating up a lot of the employees that have been cut during covid, uh, those jobs are probably not going to come back in the same way. But Amazon is definitely going to remain Mm -hmm. and fulfillment centers, uh, or working as a gig worker for like Instacart or any of these sort of uh, low pay, high risk, uh, easy entry jobs for mega corporations and um, and emerging platforms get reaffirmed because of COVID. Because the dynamics are not here to benefit smaller interests. Instead, because there has been. Uh, a real lack of response from leadership across the board in uh, supporting the weakest links in our economy due to COVID, the powerhouse players that already have major influence and resources and capital are able to just sort of uh, siphon wins off of the shocks of, uh, you know, kind of capitalism uh, degrading around them, right? They can sort of take... Uh, wins off the top. And I think that dynamic could reemerge in this uh, airline discussion. Because if American Airlines, as we've seen here, struggling, losing billions of dollars, still down 70% compared to over a year ago, that dynamic does not uh, seem to indicate that even if they got the money, they would just like, oh yeah, we're going to now expand our operations into the smaller cities again. This could be an opportunity for them to axe service to markets that aren't that profitable for them, aren't that useful for them, and instead uh, sort of reframe their business model around the major markets and retain only flights there for the short term or potentially the long term if these smaller cities just don't show any value and that's the dynamic that uh is sort of creeping in as subtext in all of this is like the pandemic is sort of giving major companies an opportunity to shy away from business practices or markets or business models that they didn't like in the past or that maybe were seen as a burden or a logistical nightmare and using the pandemic as reasoning for getting rid of them in the first place so any thoughts on that
1: I do see a problem with businesses making (coughs) – excuse me – with businesses making changes due to COVID that they have no – and citing COVID as the reason that they have no intention of reversing (coughs) – Sorry, I uh, choked on myself. Um, <laughs> it's just such an emotional story. Yeah, you're right. right? Uh got all, got all in my feels. <laughs> no, I, I do have a problem with businesses citing COVID as a reason to make changes and then not reversing them in a post-COVID world or once the effects of COVID have been mitigated by receiving money, right? Um I think plenty of businesses we saw this in journalism in a couple of different spots, Sports Illustrated, very notably wanted to make large cuts to um, what they were paying their editorial staffs and their you know their their primary feature writers. They wanted to cut their salaries by thirty percent with no provision that they would ever rise again post covid um, with no promise of that. and Uh, Basically, just the the saying that we are using this um, as a way to get through COVID, but even post-COVID, this is probably how things are just going to be. And I I do have a problem with that. But I guess I, I also see from the American Airlines perspective of we have to tighten the belt. In some areas, right? Like, even if you use the example of of like restaurants, plenty of restaurants have pared down their menus and gone more limited in what they're offering because they've kind of had to. And so, if this is a necessary tightening of the belt that is reversed once that money is received, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I've I've stopped being able to interpret or even trying to interpret whether or not people are doing things. In, in good faith and with the assumption that they are going to do the right thing or the wrong thing, it's it's just so hard to judge and so difficult to discuss. But I would like to believe that that this could be a thing that American does in the meantime to get by, that they then reverse once they receive the money. But I, it's it's really hard to say, right? It is hard to say, yeah. And I think that's that's
0: what makes this whole dynamic. Like, I don't know, it kind of makes these conversations a little useless because it's really hard to say what is really going to happen here. Like, is this going to be enough of a motivator for Congress to then provide billions more to the airline industry? Or will this just be a, uh, you know, a loss of air travel to small U.S. markets? I just kind of try to pull from the trends and try to look at how other major corporate interests have responded to the shocks of COVID as, you know, the best frame of reference for this. And that's why I tend to think that this is, you know, I don't know, like this has a deeper layer that it could mean uh, a, a reversal of business models for American airlines. It could be an opportunity to sort of just abandon markets that aren't seen as valuable anymore. And at the end of the day, American airlines, um, You know, you would think their business model would rely on them being in the most markets possible and linking as much of the United States as possible. But uh, COVID has really changed the landscape for everyone, and that may no longer be their value proposition. Their value proposition now might be we need to remain one of the largest four airlines and not bust. And to do that, sorry, we don't care about the small markets anymore, and we're willing to let them go. If it means we get billions more and we get to survive and we get to, uh, you know, come out the other side. And then you wonder, after COVID has uh, subsided or the economic impacts have um, settled, what does that landscape look like? And will American Airlines, if they had to chop all these smaller markets, will they be inclined to re-enter them? Uh, You know, I'm not totally sure. I think it could go either way. I think it depends on how much they still have a value proposition in serving as many markets as possible versus just being as profitable as possible. And I think those two things were more linked and now because of COVID they aren't. And so I could see them abandoning the more, you know, most markets possible in yeah. the US yeah. in favor of
1: as profitable as possible. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think you're probably right. But again, it's a it's a tough. It's a tough conversation to have, Daniel. This was a snippet from Business Casual
0: with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or MarketScale.com/Industries.